Chapter 19 of the Nibelungen Lied. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Asterix. The Nibelungen Lied, translated by Daniel B. Shumway. How the Nibelung Horde was brought to Worms. When the noble Kriemhild thus was widowed, the Margrave Eckevart, with his vassals, stayed with her in the land, and served her alway. He also often helped his mistress mourn his lord. At Worms, hard by the minster, they built for her a dwelling, broad and passing large, costly and great, where, with her maids, she since dwelt joyless she liked for to go to church and did this willingly where her love lay buried thither she went all time in mournful mood how seldom she gave that over she prayed the good god to have mercy on her soul with great fidelity she bewept the night full oft uta and hermione comforted her all time but so sorely wounded was her heart that it booted naught whatever comfort men did offer her she had the greatest longing for her dear love that ever wife did have for loving husband one might see thereby her passing virtue until her end she mourned the while life lasted in after days brave siegfried's wife avenged herself with might thus she dwelt after her sorrow after her husband's death and this is true well three and one half years that she spake no word to gunther nor did she see her foeman hagen in all this time then spake hagen of tronic if ye could compass it to make your sister friendly then might come to these lands the gold of nibelung of this might ye win great store and the queen would be our friend the king made answer let us try my brothers bide with her we will beg them to bring it to pass that she be our friend if perchance she might gladly see us win the hoard i trow not spake hagen that it will ever hap then he bade ortvin and the margrave gera go to court when that was done gernot and giselher the youth were also brought they tried it with the lady kriemhild in friendly wise brave gernot of burgundy spake lady ye mourn too long for siegfried's death the king will give you proof that he hath not slain him we hear you mourn all time so greatly she spake none chargeth him with this twas hagen's hand that struck him where he could be wounded when he learned this of me how could i think that he did bear him hate else had i guarded against this full well spake the queen so that i had not betrayed his life then would i poor wife leave off my weeping i'll never be a friend of him that did the deed then giselher the full stately man began implore when at last she spake i will greet the king men saw him stand before her with his nearest kin but hagen durst not come before her well he wot his guilt twas he had caused her dole when now she would forego her hate of gunther so that he might kiss her it had befitted him better had she not been wronged by his advice then might he have gone boldly unto kriemhild nevermore was peace between kindred brought to pass with so many tears her loss still gave her woe all save the one man alone she pardoned 
none had slain him had not Hagen done the deed not long thereafter they brought it to pass that lady kriemhild gained the hoard from the nibelung land and brought it to the rhine it was her marriage morning gift and was hers by right giselher and gernot rode to fetch it kriemhild ordered eighty hundred men that they should bring it from where it lay hid where it was guarded by the knight alberich and his nearest kin when they saw those from the rhine coming for the hoard alberich the bold spake to his friends nought of the treasure dare we withhold from her sith the noble queen avereth it to be her marriage-morning gift yet should this never be done quoth alberich but that with siegfried we have foully lost the good cloud cloak for fair kriemhild's love did wear it alway now alas it hath fared ill with siegfried that the hero bereft us of the cloud cloak and that all this land did have to serve him then went the warder to where he found the keys before the castle stood kriemhild's liegemen and a deal of her kinsfolk men bade carry the treasure hence to the sea down to the boats one bear it then upon the waves to the mountains on the rhine now may ye hear marvels of the hoard the which twelve huge wains packed full were just able to bear away from the hill in four days and nights and each must make the trip three times a day there was naught else but gems and gold and had men paid therewith the wage of all the world not a mark less had it been worth forsooth hagen did not crave it so without good cause the greatest prize of all was a wishing-rod of gold he who knew its nature might well be master over any man in the world many of alberich's kinsmen journeyed with gernot hence when they stored away the hoard in gunther's land and the queen took charge of everything chambers and towers were filled therewith never did men hear tales told of such wondrous store of goods and had it been a thousand times as much if the lord siegfried were but alive again kriemhild would fain have stood empty-handed at his side no more faithful wife did hero ever win now that she had the hoard she brought many unknown warriors to the land in truth the lady's hand gave in such wise that men have never seen such bounty more she used great courtesy men owned this of the queen to the rich and the poor she began to give so greatly that hagen said should she live yet a while she would gain so many a man for her service that they would fare full ill then spake king gunther her life and her goods be hers how shall i hinder that she do with them as she will forsooth i hardly compassed it that she became thus much my friend let us not wreck to whom she deal out her silver and her gold spake hagen to the king no doughty man should leave to any wife aught of the hoard with her gifts she'll bring about the day when it well may rue the brave burgundian's sore then spake king gunther i swore an oath that never more would i do her harm and will keep it further for she is my sister spake then hagen let me be the guilty one few of their oaths were kept from the widow they took the mighty store and hagen made him master of all the keys this vexed her brother gernot when he heard the tailor aright lord giselher spake hagen hath done my sister much of harm i should prevent it 
It would cost him his life were he not my kin. Siegfried's wife shed tears anew. Then spake the Lord Gernot, Or ever we be imperiled by the gold, we should have it sunk entirely in the Rhine, that it belonged to none. Full pitifully she went before her brother Giselher, she spake. Dear brother, thou shouldst think of me, and be the guardian of both my life and goods. Quoth he then to the lady, That shall be done when we return again, for now we think to ride. The king and his kindred voided then the land, the very best among them that one might find. Only Hagen alone remained at home, through the hatred he bare to Kriemhild, and did so willingly. Before the king was come again, Hagen had taken the treasure quite, and sunk it all at Locher in the Rhine. He weaned to use it, but that might not be. The lordings came again, and with them many men. With her maids and ladies, Kriemhild gan bewail her passing loss, for sore it grieved them. Gladly would Giselher have helped in all good faith. All spake alike, he hath done wrong. Hagen avoided the prince's wrath until he gained their favour. They did him naught, but Kriemhild might never have borne him greater hate. Before Hagen of Tronig thus hid the treasure, they had sworn with mighty oaths that it should lie concealed as long as any one of them might live. Later they could not give it to themselves or any other. Kriemhild's mind was heavy with fresh sorrow over her husband's end, and because they had taken from her all her wealth. Her plaints ceased not in all her life, down to her latest day. After Siegfried's death, and this is true, she dwelt with many a grief full thirteen years that she could not forget the warrior's death. She was true to him, as most folk owned. End of How the Nibelung Horde Was Brought to Worms